Hi and welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks, brought to you by Cure Media. This is your weekly podcast to learn more about influencer marketing in only 15 minutes. I'm Frida Ekholm. And I'm Sana Oudmark. And in today's episode, we're going to walk you through the generation of the future and also of today that you marketers and all brands need to keep a close eye on, millennials. Now that we reached episode 5, it's so fun to see that many of you have tuned in these first four episodes, but now you might be curious who we are that is hosting this podcast. Yeah, why why are we doing this and why why should you listen to what we have to say? <laughs> so, short about Cure Media, uh, it's the leading influencer marketing company for fashion brands. And what we do is that we help companies talk to their audience on their terms by leveraging leading influencer channels that people trust and follow in their everyday lives. We have been around since 2014 when our three founders, Sam, Bobak and Christian, founded the company. And ever since then, we have focused on creating measurable results through strategic influence marketing, using our own tools and technology combined with years of practical experience. And Frida, who are you? I'm Frida and I'm a content and social media specialist at Cure Media and also part of our marketing team that is based in Stockholm, Sweden. And growing up in the digital age, influence marketing as a marketing channel has always been a natural part of my daily life. By this, I know how powerful the channel is and I have always strongly believed in its bright future. And this is also one of the reasons why I love working within influencer marketing, because it's a modern and fast-moving industry, which makes every day at work super exciting. And that's also how I knew influencer marketing was the work for me. You found the love of your life. Definitely. Uh, and my name is Sana, and I'm the head of marketing at Cure Media. And I'm leading the marketing strategy and execution across Cure Media's global offices in London, Berlin and Stockholm. And just as Frida, I'm based in Stockholm as well. And the reason why I love to work with influence marketing, there are many reasons, but one of the main ones is that it's based on peer-to-peer or people-to-people marketing, which is, according to me and according to almost every study, the strongest form of marketing. And I think it's so fascinating how brands can reach this powerful world of mouth effect on a large scale through influencers. And more, we are both millennials, the topic of today's podcast. We surely are. So Frida, what would you say is the most typical millennial trait that you have? I would say um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it as a, as a story because after a while of following and shopping from a specific company, I found out that this company did not align at all with my personal beliefs and values. So I actually ended up unfollowing them on all social channels and also unscribing from their newsletter. And I know that many millennials are exactly the same. Yeah. We're a purpose-driven generation that thinks it's natural to align what's around us with our values and beliefs in life. For example, friends, companies we shop from, products we own, what we work with and so on. And Sana, you said a good thing and it's that um, when you have a product, you also want to be able to stand for the product and maybe how it's uh, produced or yeah. what the company stands for. The company has uh, takes social responsibility in the workplace and definitely it's 
it's so important that uh, it aligns with what we believe in. And Sana, what's the most typical millennial trait you have? Well, I agree on yours, definitely. But also, I think that when I was a kid, my mom always told me, just like many other millennials' parents did, like, you can be anything you want, you can do whatever you want to do in life. And I think this mindset is quite characteristic for millennials, like having high expectations on yourself and on life to become the fullest you, to have a meaningful work, constant development, etc. So yeah, we're, we are millennials and that's also makes it easier to talk about this subject today. I can definitely agree with you. We are not alone out there and millennials constitute more than one quarter of the world population and soon millennials will be the largest living adult generation. And we are already the largest generation in the workforce. So that's interesting facts. Yeah, and I think this is therefore this topic is very important both for brands in a marketing context but also for companies to be aware of in an employee branding setting to know what millennials want uh, or seek in their work life. And this also means that millennials are the change makers and the consumers both of today and tomorrow. So again, as a brand, it's critical that you shift your focus now to this generation and learn who they are and what they want in terms of marketing and communications. Frida, can you shortly describe what a millennial is? Yes, so a millennial is a person that is born between 1981 and 1996. That is like the most common years that people express. That's quite a wide range. Yes, it is. So in 2021, we are from the age 25 up to 40. Yeah. So that's a, a large scale. And this generation is famous for its high usage of the internet and mobile devices and also social media, of course. Yeah, you'll never see a millennial without his or her iPhone or smartphone. (laughs) No. And therefore, they are often termed as digital natives. uh, And that is described as a young person who has been brought up in an evolving digital age in close contact with modern technology. I like this definition, though, that they say it's a young person, no matter if you're 25 or 40. Yeah, but you can be 40 and young. <laughs> it's all about mindset. Yeah. And if we compare the millennials to the even younger generation set, uh, of course, we are not as uh, brought up with Internet and social media as they are, but compared to previous generation. Short about how we spend money, Uh, in 2020 we spent 1.4 trillion dollars on shopping. So it's a strong uh, buying power in this generation. And also we're spending more money in store and online than any other generation. Millennials are a very diverse generation whose attitudes, motivations and interests depend a lot on which stage of life they're at. As we said, some are 25 and just bought their first apartment, maybe studying, maybe single. And some of them are 40 and have a family, own a house, maybe yeah. have a long, longer career. Of course, it's hard to generalize, but there are some things still that distinguish most of the millennials. Yes. For example, we are quite unique when it comes to integrating personal values with our shopping behaviors, right? Just as you explained previously about not 
um, shopping anymore from the brand that you didn't align with. Yes, that's definitely a common thing among millennials. And we want brands to align with our values. Otherwise, we might choose to not shop from them or we don't follow them on social channels. We doesn't engage with their content and so on. And this also tends to be very involved in political questions, uh, yet social questions and it's environmental questions that's very hot Mm. topics right now yeah for sure it's all about the Greta effect and also if you look at the recent election in the US um, so much is going on in the world and this generation really cares about that yeah important to add there as well is that you as a company you can't not if you think it's hard to talk about these questions you can't just avoid them because that no. only makes it worse you need to have a standpoint yeah take a stand and be transparent So we want brands to have a meaningful purpose, to be more than just companies. We as consumers are not only looking for the cheapest or best product, we're also looking for companies that align with our beliefs and values, that stand out from the crowd and that creates a community around the brand. No low demands. No very high (laughs) demands. Definitely. And millennials' opinions definitely affects what company they choose to shop from or not, as we said. And if their opinion doesn't conform with the company, they look to other companies. Mm. According to a new study, four out of 10 millennials say they have deepened their relationship with businesses that have a positive impact on the environment. It's also interesting that they call it deepen their relationship, Mm. as you said, Sana, like the company is a person. And maybe this is why millennials are more positive about the internet, according to studies, as a good thing for society, compared to older generations that maybe see more the negative effects that social media have. Because on the internet, everyone can have their voice and seek transparency and the sense of community is very high. And you can't, as a brand, again, you can't say something and do something else because that would always come out in the daylight sooner or later. Focusing on their social media behaviors, Sana, how do millennials like to spend their time? Some basic facts to get started is that this is a generation with the highest use of social media. 90.4% of this generation can be found on social media platforms. And they spend an average of two hours and 44 minutes on social media each day, which is 18 minutes longer than the global average. Wow. And what does this mean for brands? This means that you need to have a social media presence as a company today. It's super important to meet the millennials where they live and breathe. And that is social media. This is today's shopping window. It's today's living room. It's where we seek inspiration, hang out, get to know brands, find out who they are and what they stand for and make sure it's a fit between who we are and who the, what the company's brand identity is. And here as a brand, you can really tell your story and create a community around you, your brands and your products and your customers. Well said, Sana. Another fact is that seven out of 10 millennials regularly shop online on mobile devices, which takes us to the new social commerce option that we mentioned in a previous episode, uh, the Instagram shop, which means that you can purchase products directly in the app. 
And after the coronavirus outbreak last year, almost 50% of millennials said they are spending longer time on social media now. And I'm sure this number hasn't decreased. Speaking of platforms, which are the main ones where millennials spend their time, Frida? We have a top five list. Number one, we have Facebook. And number two, we have Instagram. On the third place, we have YouTube. Fourth place, Twitter. And fifth place, TikTok. TikTok. And I'm sure it will not stay at number five for a long time. It's growing a lot. And also 46% of millennials say that they also research products and services via social media. Okay, Sana. So what is important to think about when marketing to millennials? As we touched upon before, millennials are a value-based generation in the sense that they need to know what's in it for me. Why should I choose your brand over all other brands? Uh, And what are your standpoint in different issues? So you need to really showcase how your product, service, company, whatever, supports this generation's key values. Can you give us an example? Yeah, sure. So for example, a company within fashion, it's important that you are transparent in your um, climate, environment impact, working conditions, how you produce the clothes, what the logistics looks like, political standpoints, etc. Yeah, and a good point to that is that research shows that millennials will often pay more for brands that support green initiatives or have local roots. Mm. And a good example of a brand that does this very well and very clear is the fashion company Patagonia. They are really talking a lot about conserving the environment and they have made it and they have made it a part of their brand mission on social media, etc. And they also took a clear stance in the US election recently against Trump. That's interesting. We put our money where our hearts are. So super important to sell the why of your company. And of course, you need to have a why. Yes, that's the starting point. Yeah. Why are you in business? Do we have any other key statistics regarding the millennials? Yes, we do. 60% of millennials can be categorized as social shoppers. And with social shoppers mean they experience the whole purchasing journey on social platforms, not mm. only clicking on the buying button, but they research, they discover, they yeah, educate themselves about your products, mm. services or yeah. your brand. Before they are ready to buy. So what motivates us to hang out on social media. According to a new research, uh, the first motivation is to follow people you know in real life. Mm -hmm. And the second is actually follow brands you like. Interesting. Yeah, so that is really high up. Yeah, it is. So what should brands consider in this context? You really should consider to create content that helps millennials on their way to purchase. And it should also be easy to actually purchase. Otherwise, you will lose them. Yeah. And there are many ways to make a purchase today online and on the social platforms. And speaking of content, what content do millennials prefer? 36% of millennials say they're on social media to find funny or entertaining content. And this is an increasingly popular content theme. Mm. And uh, Yeah, you can just see... The different formats like TikTok and the short formats and the reels on Instagram that's all about B 
being quick and entertaining. Yeah, and creative and trendy. Definitely. Another important thing to consider in your content towards this generation is to be authentic. Things need to be real, especially after last year. Um, The consumers are quite skeptical towards traditional advertising. We want peer-to-peer communication and we seek a meaningful context to build relationships and have, again, a strong community. Also, as you mentioned before, Frida, to to take a standpoint and admit when you have made a mistake or, um, yeah, not trying to hide things. Absolutely. And when I researched for this episode, I found a really good expression for entertainment and e-commerce fusion. And that is entertainers. Nice. That's maybe I like it. Yeah, that's maybe a word (laughs) we will hear more this year. Yeah, I like the vibe. And uh, I'm sure there are many examples of entertainers in today's social feeds. Do you have a good example? As an example, we have live streams that is getting increasingly popular. They open up a lot of possibilities to be creative and uh, create entertaining content. At the same time, they're easily accessible and uh, now we can purchase products almost directly from them. Yeah, and also they opens up for interaction between the followers, your brand, and if you work with influencers, that's an even... Um, easier way to get access to the right target audience so that they can ask questions and have a dialogue rather than only a monologue. So, 15 minutes fly fast as always. So to finish up, what we have talked about today is that millennials are a digital savvy generation who are socially responsible and therefore more likely to buy from brands that have a strong purpose and identity. Social media plays a critical role in their decision to purchase from a brand as the message you send on social platforms and through influencers reflect your brand identity. And thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Influencer Marketing Talks. Hopefully you gained some new insights on how to successfully communicate with millennials. Follow us on our social media platforms at Cure Media to continue the conversation around influencer marketing and social media. And if you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss out on what's happening within the influencer marketing and social media sphere.